welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we are going up to Hudson, Michigan, and we're going to talk about some club calves, and we're going to talk about a club calf sale that is a live sale there at Hudson, Michigan. And we're going to talk to a guy that has had this sale for 19 years. This thing's been going on, and they're going to have 130 live lots here. He's a fifth-generation cattleman and fifth generation of owning a slaughterhouse, so we're going to talk about just a little bit here. And again, from Hudson, Michigan. I am talking to Josh Castle, and they are going to have a sale here on Sunday. That's going to be on Sunday, October the 2nd. Going to start at 2 p.m. So, Josh, I want to welcome you to the podcast, man. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm good, and man, appreciate you reaching back out to us and responding to the invite there, and appreciate you helping us get this thing put together. Yep, I appreciate it. Well, Josh, you've been around this thing for 19 years. Uh, You say in your catalog that that's how long this sale's been going on, or you've been selling cattle for 19 years, right? Oh, actually a little longer. I was peddling some of my mom and dad's barn there when I was a little younger, and uh, I, well, kind of was a little (laughs) mistake there. I was actually at work uh, at Slaughterhouse, and I put a flyer out saying I was going to have a sale at my mom and dad's house on that Saturday afternoon, and my dad called me up and said, hey, are you going to have a sale today? I'm like, well, I put a flyer out. <laughs> he goes, well, there's a whole bunch of people here wanting to look at your calves. <laughs> like, Dude, I didn't even have everything clipped up. You know, I didn't know anybody was going to even show up. And I clipped some up that day, sold all those calves. And I think I ended up keeping one steer from my little brother. And the rest of them all went down the road that day. And I thought, wow, this is a pretty good deal here. So it's been a road. We've learned a lot along the way. The good, the bad, and the ugly. But we've had a lot more good of some calves and meeting a lot of good people across the country, no doubt. Right. Yeah, it sounds like you're flying all over the country and things like that. And we'll get into that. But I want to go even a, a step farther back. How did you even get into the cattle deal and get into being interested in showing and and going on with that oh boy so actually i mean started uh, at the slaughterhouse when i was pretty young you know seven eight years old there for my great uncle and uh mm-hmm. he was a big influence on that whole deal i anyways he, he gave me a steer to take to the fair and way back then cost uh, so he made a big deal want me to figure out how much it's going to cost to feed that steer all the way to the fair Cost me 258 bucks to feed that steer all the way, and that that included a pair of gloves and a pair of boots too. Oh wow! So, I mean, times have definitely changed, but yeah, he gave me that gave me that steer, and I sold that steer and bought two more for the following year. And those two steers I ended up selling, and then I ended up buying my first heifer, and I ended up buying two heifers with ET calves and a bull on the side from a another really good cow guy, uh, Dave Heimerdinger. He was a big influence on my whole cow addiction here now, I'd say. But anyways, that little deal started out. Now it's bloomed into all of this, you know, 20 years later. So Right. We we get a lot of those stories, the, the 4-H project gone rogue. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and so now you're, you're up running over 100 and some cows. Yep, no doubt. 
I sure wish I had a lot of cows back that I have sent down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, just with what I know now with the, you know, the whole embryo, you know, ET work we can do and, you know, AI and cows, you know, there for a while in the beginning, we just try to buy a good bull and put them out with the cows and take those calves to the fair, you know, but now it's uh, totally different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And so part of what you did, I talked about the slaughterhouse that you own that now. And so you're running that and you're running all over the country, putting embryos in. Yep. I mean, I've gotten really fortunate of treating people right and eggs sticking, you know, that'll be the big thing. People get eggs to stick and word travels and met some people out there in Nebraska and actually this spring, you know, got fly out there to Oregon and put some eggs out in that way in Washington and then actually, actually put a clinic on out there, a fitting clinic and judge the show and this and that and everything mm-hmm. else. So I, and then I'd go down to West Virginia and Nebraska and all over the place. So it's a lot of fun, no doubt. Right. Absolutely all over the country on all corners then. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. While everybody's calling you from the slaughterhouse and saying, hey, we, we need this or we need that or what do we do about this? Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked a little earlier. This slaughterhouse thing is, since COVID hit, this thing is crazy. Oh, it's off the chart. I got to hand it to it. One of my partners there, his name is Dave Jordan, but I mean... He puts up with a lot of nonsense for me. I mean, this cow addiction is absolutely out of control, and he gets to hear about all the good and bad, too, on it. But, I mean, at the slaughterhouse, we are absolutely swamped. We're booking out for 2024 already, and I don't think there's no end in sight. I think people got to taste of good beef and pork or whatever, and that's the way they want to buy it now, not from the store. So Right. I think that's great for a guy like me that doesn't plan ahead very well. You know, you get these steers up about 1,000 or 1,100, and you're like, man, you know, I got three people that want this, and I can't get it in anywhere. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel bad, and I, I sometimes get us in trouble because I'm like, oh, what's one more? I'll go in a little early and, you know, cut early, or I'll go in on a Sunday and butcher, so that way we get an extra day to cut meat. Right. Um, sometimes I stretch us a little more than we probably should, but I always want to try to help people, you know, and nothing worse than somebody having, you know, something to butcher and ready to eat it and right. can't get it in anywhere. And that's a problem, I think, across the whole United States, really, right now. So. Right, right. Do you mind me asking, how many can you hold in that place? I mean, one of my great uncle built that. I mean, they built it big, big. Okay. <laughs> And so, I mean, they could, oh, I'd say you could probably close, hold in the coolers probably, oh, geez, probably 80 or 100 maybe. Oh, wow. Um, but saying that, I mean, we age everything too. So, I okay. mean, we're, we're one of the very few slaughterhouses around anymore that kind of ages beef. So, we don't cut nothing before two weeks no matter what. So, I mean, okay. which is kind of unusual now. I mean, everybody's kind of right. hurry up and get a moving, you know. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so not terribly many every week then. No, no, we're okay. we're just a mom and pop deal and try to do a good job and quality over and quantity really. So right. I mean, you know, we usually try to do ten to twelve beef and a handful of hogs. You know, okay. So good, good. Well, that's what everybody's liking those mom and pop deals as as far as this goes. So I think that's awesome. With other things going and the mom and pop things leaving in this instance, man, this thing is just going crazy. Right. <laughs> so I think that I think that's great. I think it's a great thing for the livestock industry, and I think it helps keep us in touch with some of those that are removed from the livestock and the, the agriculture industry as well. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Because 
I'm sure you guys have guys that I, I don't even really know what a live cow. <laughs> I've never been close to a live cow, but here's what I want. Right, right. That happens a lot more now. I mean, we're getting a lot of people that sell beef to, uh, well, close to me, be like Ann Arbor or like Savania or Toledo. And so we get some of those people that's never, yeah, like you said, never seen a cow. They've just seen a steak right. you know, in a restaurant and everything. And uh, now they're buying quarters and halves and got some guys doing some bundles and doing that. And mm-hmm. But I think the big thing is, is just the quality. I think people see the big difference between mass producing and just from the average farmer that's done a good job and fed their beef and done right. a good job to them. Right. I think it's awesome. But you've got some cows yourself uh, along with that, and, and so you're you're doing that, and you talk about that cow addiction and things. And we've talked a little bit, and for this sale and, and for you to move these cattle and, and sell these cattle and be as successful as you have been, you've got a little bit of a different breeding philosophy than some might have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got probably one that's way out there. So some people say that I like my stuff a little chunkier and a little thicker and with a little bit more bone underneath one. Right. And so, yeah, I love steers that way, and buy like my heifers that way too. So I've, I've been very fortunate to have some uh, really elite market heifers, and I've virgin flushed those, and just gambled on what I think will work on that female, and gotten pretty darn lucky over the years. So I got a whole array of market heifers that wouldn't be maybe fit in like, let's just say like the Griswold program. I mean, Ken Jakey, he kind of jokes about it a little bit, you know, that I am way out in you know left field the way I go about this deal, but it, hey, it's working. Right. And then the other deal is, is I love Keller. I mean, there's it's not a joke. If, if I'm coming to judge your fair or do this, I mean, I'm a sucker for a cut, painted up Kellered one and that's a little stouter with some rib and some shape, but yeah, I don't know if that's a little bit of the slaughterhouse coming out in me that I just, I like to see a little bit of meat on one too. You know? <laughs> right. But saying that, I mean, I've been thinking about trying to do a little more on the maternal end. So I have, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 cows that I've, you know, used some Angus and some semi stuff this coming year and gone that route too. But my bread and butters is trying to add color and keep the quality extremely as high as you can possibly make one. So right there's a lot of this color going around i mean 10 15 i don't know 20 years ago whatever it was they had to be black or or they weren't much and and now this color thing is just absolutely taking off oh yeah no doubt one of the guys i looked up to for years and years because i was actually a wolf down there in southern indiana sure started going to his sales and buying some of the cheaper cows out of sale and he always jokes about it too there being he, he sent some color stuff up to me and i got a good following that people like a little bit of chrome on their stuff and mm-hmm. a little bit of color but uh, the best part is right now i see is that quality with some of the painted up ones is really really come on uh, you look at all the state fair champions this year right. a lot of them have chrome on them i mean and so it's it's fun deal right no Right, and being ahead of that curve because you've always liked it, why, that's a pretty good spot. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And you've also got a couple bulls that are that are really going on and, and doing quite well for you and, and selling quite a bit of semen. Yeah, I've been really fortunate. I've had a lot of people trust what I'm trying to do, and I think the average guys, they like to see a little bit of different color. And so, I mean, with some of those bulls, I mean, what the bull that started the whole craze for me was actually a bull called Mindbender, and I think probably a lot of people have heard about him, but he's out of a, a really good journal gal, really, out of a Meyer daughter, uh, mm-hmm. Rachel Cow. Right. And, yeah, and then I got, you know, Jack of Hearts and Cassius King and 
got a yellow jacket son named golden ticket got some sons out of mine bender that do what i think you know helped him on some of his and as like blue cower and the boss so yeah i just i got a new bull i called this coming spring was uh twice as nice he was actually a monopoly son out of a yellow jacket because i've had a good good time with those i mean actually the one of the best market heifers i probably have been i had the opportunity to get in on was a cow named fatina and right She's already kind of paving her way, you know, already. I got a bull out of her, champ bull, with some chrome on him. Mm-hmm. And actually the steer calf that's on the front cover of my catalog is actually out of that bull. And kind of the best of both worlds there, you know. Uh, he's actually our uh, Rachel daughter and and then out of that champ bull. So, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of mixing maternal and clubby all together and keeping it all in a sound package and and a colorful package too. <laughs> right, right. And it works out quite well. So, yeah, yeah. And a lot of these cattle in the uh, Castle Show Cattle and Friends sale, why they're out of your bulls. Yep. Like I said, I've had really good luck with people trusting what I do. And I breed a lot of cows for people and put embryos in for a lot of people. So I do have an influence on them, but I don't want to steer them, steer them away. I want to see them do well. I mean, that's kind of how I snowballed this deal. I mean, there's probably about five of the consigners that have been with me since I started this deal. Because when I started this deal, I actually went around and asked a handful of people if they wanted to be part of my sale. And some of them thought I was, will never fly in Michigan. A live sale will never fly in Michigan. Here we are 19 years later and doing pretty darn good, I'd say. Right. Yeah, a lot of those bulls you look through, you know, the first 10, 12 lots are all our bulls that I try to push and one big thing is I want to prove to people that, hey, these bulls will do what they kind of tell you to, you know. Right. Kind of stand behind them, you know. Right, right. And and success out of your program gives them confidence that they can have success with them in their program. Oh, yeah. And then, like, someone buys a heifer through this sale, I mean, that opens up the opportunity for them to bring one back to me. I always, you know, obviously got to eyeball them up a little bit. And, right. And see if it makes the quality or, you know, makes the cut or not. But we always try to give people the opportunity that they're, you know, the door's open there, you know, this is not a, you know, shut, we're not going to let anybody else in, you know, we, we let the average person in this deal and, and try to help them succeed with their cow program. And even before they get to bring them back, after they come through this sale or come from you, you're going to also do all that you guys can to take care of these cattle if they go on the show road and things like that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And uh, I got quite the crew. I got some uh, guys that help me clip up, and we go to all these, you know, the majority of these shows. And we show up to one of the shows or before the county fair. Um, yeah, we're going to clip your calf and get it all ready the best we can. And uh, I'll be real honest, we don't charge you. I understand why people do charge, but on the other hand, uh, that's another service that we do to try to, you know, entice you. Hey, you going to buy a calf from me. We're, we're going to try to take care of you as much as we possibly can. Right. Yeah, I mean, when it gets fair season, I'm running around like a wild chicken, man. I'm trying to clip here and clip there, and most people know that if I tell you I'm going to show up on your doorstep, I'll get there, but I don't know what time I'm going to be there. So, but we're going to get your calf clipped, and we're going to, I mean, just this past week, we actually clipped a half a dozen calves because the Hillsdale Fair was at, your show was actually yesterday, and mm-hmm. they're a feeder calf deal, and but just finished up clipping the last fair calves. And I, do I really have time? Probably not, but I, I made time for them, you know, there's no doubt. Right, right. Yeah, and you get to burn a lot of the midnight oil there. According to your Facebook page, you, you're out you're out in the middle of the night setting everything up for this sale. 
Yeah, pretty much. More, I'm probably burning more midnight oil than majority of the people in the world. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you got the you got the pictures there on the your Facebook page, and uh, you setting the the pins up or or the the tin up and things like that, and getting ready for this thing. So. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, we got a big circus tent. I should have probably years ago when I first moved out here, we should have probably just built something, you know, but. I, the tent thing works good and we can tear it down, you know, and everything else. But yeah, we got a big tent and we'll put bleachers underneath there and live auction. Not too many of us around anymore, you know, right. Probably the closest one to here would be Joneses and wine gardener, you know, mm-hmm. but they do a little different thing than what I do. And we're about the last few, you know, live auctions around, I guess, Frenchie, you know, up there at the revival, they still run stuff through the sale up there but mm-hmm. there's not too many of us you know why because it's a lot of work you got to have a lot of manpower right and i'm just very fortunate that i got a lot of consigners that throw in on me and and i ask them to do a lot of weird stuff we revamp all my sale pens in the last two weeks mm. i'm running around here like with my chicken you know <laughs> right running and on the road and clipping and breeding and everything else. So I sometimes hurt myself back at home, but on the other hand, it's amazing what you can do in two or three weeks. I mean, this farm went from a working farm, and by the time everybody shows up here on Saturday or Sunday, everything will be spruced up and uh, looking real good. <laughs> right. Well, that's awesome. You've got all those guys, and you've got a whole list of consigners. If you look in this catalog, like a lot of consigners for this thing. That in itself would be a lot to round up. Yeah, sometimes it gets a little overwhelming, and sometimes people think I get a little grouchy. (laughs) But, you know, uh, I sacrifice a lot throughout Mm -hmm. the year, and that's all I've asked for my consigners. What have you sacrificed for this sale? Right. You know, if you've done something, then you're going to feel good, and you're not going to feel guilty about it. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is, but, I mean, yep, I'm just really fortunate to have quite the crew behind me, and yeah, I got to tell you, there's there's probably three boys out there that, and include my brother. My brother's helps a bunch too. But so I got one guy that comes out here. He don't even own a cow, but uh, his name's Austin Rule, and he actually comes out and throws in like a madman every day, or not every day, but every, most weekends through the winter and that. If mm-hmm. I got to be on the road, he kind of takes care of that stuff. And then I got two twins, the Bukema boys, uh, Joe and Josh. They kind of throw in hot and heavy too. Mm-hmm. Um, with a clipping deal when we we're out on the road or you know all of us went to denver this year and clipped our lot one heifer that we sold and mm-hmm. had a good old time you know but i got a lot more people i need to thank because we got some of the other guys that do all the grunt work behind the scenes and right but dimensional mall it's 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 a lot it's quite the list <laughs> right right but you do you want to cover that and, and just thank those guys for for yeah, all they no do. Doubt. yeah it does it takes it takes a whole crew and especially if you're a business owner or you know two or three businesses uh yep. absolutely takes everybody at home for you to be able to do that and, and for the other guys to be able to do that as well yep no doubt so, right so we got this sale on october 2nd sunday october 2nd but saturday night you guys have a big deal going on there at the sales site that uh, you want to invite people to. Oh yeah, no doubt. So, oh, and that's well, and that's forty-eight hours or seventy-two hours. We're going to be washing and clipping and everything else, and then booting these things out in the sale lots there. Uh, but on Saturday night, we actually uh, Saturday evening, we always had a dinner for everybody to come in, and 
we'll have some food trucks here and we'll have some other snacks and drinks and beverages. I invite everybody to come out for that because I usually buy your dinner for you and all that. But you can see all the calves underneath the lights. Take your time because there's a whole bunch of them to go through. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got any questions, you can ask me. The big thing I did this for when I first started this deal was is because I don't want anybody rushed into buying one and not be happy with it. Right. Because sometimes you go to the sale and you get overwhelmed. I mean, if you've never been here, I mean, you're going to walk out here and you're going to see 130 head and the quality <laughs> is, I mean, it's it's 100 times better than what it was. I mean, I just really confident. So you could get a little confused on because there's the quality so deep that, well, I like this cap, but which one's better? Which one has better attitude? And right. I, so that gives me some time to talk to everybody. That's my opinion. You're going to get my honest opinion. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> I feel that's the only way to do this deal and the right way to do this. So Right. If you're online on CCI, listen on for on, online bidding. Listen to me. If I say one's got some spirit to it or got a little bit of attitude or needs a little older showman on it, Probably that's, you know, that's absolute truth. You know, right. I'm not going to try to sell you a man eater and then, uh, you know, say, oh, well, to you, you know, right. trying to get a heads up on that. So, but right. so try to listen for that stuff. But yeah, Saturday night is a good time. Uh, we used to have a live band come in all the time, but then that kind of took away from everybody concentrating on what it is. So, but we'll have some music playing. We'll have some games around here and, you know, we'll sit around and chat cows all, all night long. So right. I'll feel free to come. We'll be. We'll probably be out here until midnight or so, chatting cows and everything. So right, and and along those lines, I I haven't read all the uh, footnotes or anything in the catalog because there's a whole lot of them to go through. But you know, I, and I've noticed in there some of them that you say you know needs an older showman or uh, needs a more experienced showman. So so I think that's great. Yeah, and there's some of those in there on those steers that play with fire with this clubby deal. I mean, you're on the verge of he'll be a great one or he's going to be a train wreck, and I've tried to put that in there a little bit on a couple of them that I'm a little worried about on, on structure, but I, those are the ones that need to be fed a little slower and not really hammered down so much. So kind of read through that stuff. And like I said, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me or even text me. If I, it gets kind of a little crazy here during sale weekend with everybody wanting to chat, but if you text me something, you know, even if you're here at the sales site, I'll try to get back with you for sure. So. Right. Yeah. And they can get a hold of you, of course, by phone. You've got the, um, you've got your Facebook page, and uh, is the the only one? Is it is it just your personal Facebook page? No, I actually have one underneath Castle Show Cattle too. Oh, okay. I actually have one underneath the Slaughterhouse too, but oh, yeah, okay. Castle Show Cattle and uh, and my personal Facebook page. That's those are the two deals. And okay, you can email us at Castle Show Cattle at Yahoo. I mean, that's a older website but that's when we started this whole deal so right right you know or on snapchat yeah snapchat's good i mean i'm all night <laughs> i'm up running all night long so i mean yeah feel free to snap me and ask any questions that way too that has really uh helped a bunch especially with a younger generation uh, i'm out snapping calves in the middle of the night and i'm getting texts from kids that probably should be in bed <laughs> getting ready to go for school and everything right. but anyways yeah right yeah but that's how that's how we got together was was through snapchat we are facebook friends but but yeah we yeah. got together through snapchat so yeah a good way do you know your handle is that your handle on snapchat uh, i'm not sure but i mean i know the thing is uh jfk butcher boy okay 
find him on Snapchat and uh, he'll snap you right back. Right. Yeah, so usually. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I guess I hate to put that out there, but uh, you snap me back pretty pretty quickly. So I appreciate yep, that. Yep. So that's another thing I am. I'm a Snapchat junkie. <laughs> 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 yeah i uh i'm not a junkie by any means i get on there every once in a while but uh facebook's my thing i guess so yeah yeah so uh we can get information through that also you're on cci live that's going to be there through the sale so you can bid and and watch the sale on cci live uh yep. anywhere else we can find information through this if if they want to follow down kind of and look through some things as we kind of go through a few of these cattle and things well, I do have my catalog online there on my Facebook page there, but I got that. And then, so yeah, that's pretty much where it's at. I guess, I don't know, uh, Ryder, uh, you know, Primetime, mm-hmm. he's got a uh, catalog posted on there or not. I guess I didn't even check on there. But, okay. But, yeah, and if you if you message me, text me, my you know, my phone number or whatever, I can send you the catalog right to your phone, too. And, right. You know, we can check cows that way, too. Right. Um, it's kind of getting a little late in the time frame we did send out some catalogs there i made that road trip to go to nebraska state fair and then jumped up in the dakotas so i'm my catalog came out a little long a little later than i would like it to but mm-hmm. this catalog is quite the chore to put this thing together <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine yeah i can imagine because you do the pictures for it as well oh yeah no doubt yeah these real pictures that's yeah, some of them are real good, and some of them are just average at best. But cattle are probably better than what the pictures are in the in the book, for no doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I think it's one of the deepest sets I've had for years. That's great, and and all the success you've had in the past. Why uh, it it shouldn't let up at all this year? I sure wouldn't think so. I mean, I've been blessed with some of the best homes around too. Uh, and they keep on coming back and trusting what I do. And I've been very fortunate. And, you know, you find a good home and they keep coming back. And they make my job a lot easier and make me look pretty darn good. There's no doubt about it. Right, right. In this sale, you've got some heifers. You've got some steers. you got some bulls, uh, bred cows, donor cows, embryos. Pretty much got it all in this sale. Yeah, pretty much. It's packed full. Maybe packed for too much, but, I mean... There's going to be some bargains, and then there's going to be some that maybe go for, for more than what they really are worth. But, I mean, uh, we'll let you figure that out, But or, you know, the, the buyers. But, right. yeah, uh, some of the heifers. Uh, I could probably start a whole other cow herd and probably be farther ahead if I just sold all the cows I got and keep a bunch of these heifers, <laughs> too. You know, right. Because a lot of the heifers are our, the donors that I have laying around here. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Ready to get into some of these and talk some of these? Oh yeah, no doubt. Okay, sure. Let's let's start up front here. We've got the heifers up front, and uh, why don't you just kind of talk about a few of these and and group them together however you want to do it. Okay. Well, uh, I'm starting the sale off with one that I'm. Well, there's a whole bunch of them I'm really partial to. So if you listen <laughs> to the sale, you're going to hear me babble on and talk about how I love this one and love that one. But there's a whole bunch of them I love. Right, uh, but a lot one kind of puts it all together. It's our the upcoming uh, well, Kearney man. I if you follow me a little bit there, uh, there's a bull that I just thought had a lot, a lot of good. I had a Kearney man steer last year that was really, really good. That wound up winning fair in Nebraska for the Jensen family, and I just feel that that Kearney man bull that uh, you know Wardeckloff raised there just he's elite. Here I am, son. 
And anyways, we flushed uh, that legacy donor. We sold a set of eggs, 30 eggs, uh, to some of the family, uh, the Cooper family down there in Kentucky. Anyways, they got three for three to stick, and this heifer was in their uh, board uh, board sale or bid sale there this spring, and I just had to have her. I mean, I absolutely love this one in so many ways. So that's the only reason I'm selling only half of her. I try to give everybody the opportunity to buy some of the best I got and best I I have, and uh, this one right here has a really, really bright future. Saying that, she has a maternal brother, our Irish whiskey, that we'll be promoting. He is an absolute stud, and he's chromed up like no other. But anyways, we're planning on making a road trip with him to OKC here um, this winter. But um, awesome. So saying that, that heifer's just really good, balance complete. She's feminine enough, but she's got enough punch to her. She's super sound, chromed up, tons of belly. Just kind of how I make. I love to make one. Uh, plus, she's got a great mom behind her and a grandma. Um, I mean, that dash cow. She's done a lot of one uh, good stuff here. Um, some people might have remembered. Uh, I had a a lot one a few years ago called Just Peachy, and she was a elite market heifer like no other two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Wow. These two cows are stout oh my gosh yeah the two the two behind her man they oh oh yeah stout but still got extension and just functional and they melt good i just think there's a bunch i mean i won't hide no secret i mean when this uh we called her bluegrass babe because she came out of kentucky Mm -hmm. um but another deal is is i i just can see jack of hearts working all day long with this one uh, my mind bender bull working so good with her, my champ bull working good on her. I mean, just there's so many options. And then I think you can even actually go into the main deal with her, mm-hmm. the short horn deal with her. She's just kind of virtu- do a lot of good things. Right, right. We like those kind. And I get in a lot too. I mean, there's no secret about. I have a donor around here that's a blue roan, and pretty much. Anybody's been to the sale, they we call her paparazzi. Um, but she has done so, so much on steer wise and heifer deal. But this heifer here on lot two, she's a TH clean female. Um, are my Jag of Hearts bull, which is, I mean, he's writing his own uh, book right now, I think, and you're going to see much. But this one right here, she could show in the female deal end of it or even. Uh, probably how you fed her or how you clipped her, you know, you could probably run her decent enough in the market heifer. Some of the guys that are picking these market heifers, they maybe don't want them as thick as mm-hmm. maybe what I like, but mm-hmm. um, each is their own. But anyways, that one's pretty neat. Blue roan neck. I mean, really, really cool deal. Yeah, she um, is. That one should throw a lot of killer down the road in a uh, bright future. Lot three is absolutely, uh, I mean, talk about a blue roan babe. I mean, that thing is, unique in so many ways um she's pedigree too she's a maternal maid daughter um tons of rib tons of shape her brother did a bunch of winning for the himberg family we've sold some other top selling steers however there's another uh, there's a good as it gets heifer that some other family doing well with there was a one oak that sold in our sale last year and was a champion market heifer numerous times for the jensen family in nebraska 
That one I love a lot. I mean, and I, but I'm a sucker for a blue roan too. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say that I'm a sucker for a blue roan. I actually, right in front of my desk that I'm sitting at, have a blue roan hide on the floor of a blue roan steer we showed years and years. And well, when I was in 4-H, so it's been a few years ago. Oh, yeah. so yeah, we've always wanted another really loud, cool blue roan. Oh yeah, that that one right there can do a lot. And I could see here I am, our Kearney man, working really, really good on. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just jabber a little bit. Uh, like lot four is uh, another deal of so she's our from Brandywine, but that's how I got to be really good friends with the Cooper family, and because I kind of went down there, and their kids were just starting out, and they wanted a market heifer, and I, it was on one of my online sales, and I said, well, I was planning on keeping her, but I think she's better off than the show ring. Well, anyways, that Queenie she ended up winning uh, champion. Uh, Margaret Heifer at the Kentucky State Fair, mm-hmm. and anyways, they ended up flushing, um, flushing her to my champ bull, you know, just trusting what I think would work. And well, anyways, lot four, there she is. I mean, strawberry wine, and a, and she's a big baby. I mean, absolutely quiet, get with the killer look, and chromed up. And so down the road, I mean, I could see shorthorn stuff working on that one, and a lot of good, you know, that's just a really good heifer. And, and really, really good people to bring her up here. I mean, so. Is she a cross or will she go? Uh, Yeah, she would actually have key papers. She may have low percentage shorthorn plus papers. Okay. Her, okay. Being our king of men in that Vortec deal. So. Okay. But, yeah, her mom's a blue roan too. One looked kind of like lot too. But. Mm-hmm. And then five is actually a full sib too. A couple of years ago, we sold uh I have for here called uh, Betty Boots. Went down to Oklahoma and showed for the Kelso family and did some winning down there for sure. Is five better than her? I I mean, I like her. She's all black, you know. The other one had some white boots on her. And, but this female, I think you can go both ways. You can show her. Even though she's already right, here I am, she goes back to I-80. And then that Atlanta cow is a whole other donor cow that kind of was right after Rachel. I kind of needed another donor. And she's actually a Trump of a two-time Red Angus champion. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of unique, weird pedigree. And, right. But, I mean, it definitely clicks. So, I mean, so, so there's there's five heifers that I are standouts, but that's that says nothing. I mean, there is so many good females in here. Seven and eight are full sibs. That's an embryo deal. I have another market heifer deal that did a bunch of winning for uh, Bukema, uh, Lindsay Bukema. Um, she showed her bunch. I don't think she ever got beat, really. And we flushed her to champ, and those two hairy girls are out there. I mean, seven's already done some winning. So, I mean, mm-hmm. number nine's our, my golden ticket, you know, so that's our yellow, our yellow jacket son. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's, there's a whole bunch of heifers in here that – I can get excited for, and I can see a real bright future. I mean, just come out and see them, and you'll be impressed. I mean, there's a mind bender that lot 13 is actually a mind bender out of a coal black black impact, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, so yeah, it's, I I'm excited about that. I mean, I, there's a lot more heifers than maybe I've had in a while, and but I think the quality is uh, deep from start to finish, no doubt. And and looking through the catalog here and and knowing what what you've said so far, you know there's there should be heifers for all realms. If if you want some with a little more maybe production oriented, 
there's there's some of those in here as well. And and as you said, there's some of those that, that could go either market heifer uh, or or heifer way. So they could look through that and, and pretty much it's it's all in here. Yeah, whatever you would like. And I mean, but in realistically, I mean, 99% of these heifers will go on and make good cows. I mean, I, yeah, I think that I've tried to be so picky because I'm looking down the road because I don't want any junior to go down the road and or whatever family ends up buying one of these things that they can take it home and make some money and make make good livestock because you know good livestock it helps everybody you know so right well I think that's great and uh, I'm gonna guess that that when they buy a heifer they can talk to you about what what you uh, would breed them to oh yeah definitely I really I uh I always get excited and I usually try to give uh, whoever buys something, you know, some, because I've already, obviously I've already thought of some matings down the road that will definitely click with them, but I'm maybe a little too impatient to wait two years to, <laughs> to get them here. So that's <laughs> probably why they're selling them, you know, not that the, the quality isn't, you know, good enough to keep, but I, I'm getting to the point that I'm running enough cows that I got, I try to you know, be really, really selective, uh, with what I do here. So, right. Right. And as they go through that, that catalog too, also any color you want, any shape, any about design of, of any color. <laughs> oh yeah. Every shape and kind and, and form. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, the steers, they go back here and you know, I like it in the front of your catalog, how you have, uh, what page each thing starts on. I think that's pretty cool. A table of contents up there. So, uh, if you flip back to page 27, that's where you're going to start to steer into this thing. Yep, yep. And then the steer deal, this is probably the one of the deepest sets I, I, I've put together in quite a while. You know, I usually have a, you know, a really standout here, one there, and we've won a lot of county fairs, but, you know, the home makes the champions. I mean, right. I just try to get them there and give them the opportunity to do it, and but I mean, yeah, so we started with lot 60 and this has probably been one of my favorites from the get go since he has been born, but I'm partial to him. So that blondie cow is actually a troubadour out of my Rachel cow and Kelso girl showed her and did a bunch of winning in Oklahoma and she had a red Angus heifer the first year and I just thought champ would work on her and this would have been one of the first ones out of him and um, I mean, butterscotch, brockle face, super shaggy, super quiet. That calf will win a county fair or somewhere if he gets in a good home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so then I bought some pregnancies from Pratt's out there in Colorado and what really, really good people those are. But I got these back and I ended up uh, going five for five with steers. <laughs> and uh, I don't know which one's the best one, um, but out of the four or five that I got from them, those are really really good and i obviously have some favorites but i think those are really bouncing complete and instead of taking pictures of them because i don't think the pictures did the justice for them mm-hmm. we put the donor cow in there to say hey okay this girl's done a you know done a well a job i think henny had that steer that did did some win in and she's had numerous champions are i mean it just that cow's done a good job and uh our Bear Mountain, which is a Here I Am son of Wade's, and, you know, I'm really, really happy with them. And we actually have a 65 would be a Here I Am out of that same cow. Okay. Um, as you can see, the 65 picture, I mean, he's so tame, we actually called him Radar because <laughs> part of his ear <laughs> got frostbitted off, and, 
And uh, so, anyways, that's the lower part of the year, not at the end of his year, but mm-hmm. lower part of his year. And uh, so, anyways, we kind of nickname these things as they're born. Saying that, then obviously, Orrin, uh, Orrin Wolf sent me up uh, an absolute ground pounder. Uh, here I am out of that whiskey cow that had the champion steer at uh, Kentucky State Fair. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think this one's just as good, and I sure hope he gets in a good home, too. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, flipping through here, we got plenty of colors and shapes and forms. And uh, Lot 70, he's a full sib to my bull called Chick Magnet. But this one's coal black. So some guys that were didn't really want a blue roan, here's your opportunity to buy one that's super shaggy and stout and big-butted. I got a lot of good to him. Oh, and then I got another another pregnancy there i got from uh, houston's there i like that monopoly deal and mm-hmm. and so i've had some good safe and sounds and won some county fairs and so anyways i bought that pregnancy that's a good steer he's just real really quiet that one will win a county fair too if he gets in a good home which lot uh, which lot are we talking about uh that'd be 79 okay okay yeah this one everybody i just put the picture of his mom in there because the pic- he's black and Really, the picture doesn't do him any justice. Mm-hmm. A couple shorty deals, another chick magnet, that blue roan down there. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Someone wants to just a meat and potatoes kind of steer and really, really quiet. And from Muir family, they've bought some heifers. That's out of a heifer that they bought from me. Lot 87, but he's a smoke. He's super quiet. So that synergy is actually an Angus mm-hmm. bull that uh, a guy, Dan Vassen, I put some eggs in for him. He says to me, oh, that's a Cavanese bull. So I started using him, and boy, he was right. I use a bunch of hitting that bull. That's a sleep tight at night, you know, mm-hmm. no problems. Good deal. Um, but, yeah, like I said, just flipping through here. And then I got a – we have a full sib to Huff and Puff, and that would be a lot 97, so that's a perfection. He's a little younger steer, but hey, that boy will run with the shorty plus is pretty darn tough too. But yeah, like I said, just flipping through here, there's a lot of darn good steers, and which one's the best? I don't know. I got a maternal sib to the steer that Borson's won at MLE with. That'd be 106. Uh, Mighty Mouse 2.0, I think. Matt and them had that, you know, no guts, no glory deal, that steer. Mm-hmm. That did some winning up there, so he'd be a brother. Yep, he actually came out of Rife Steel down in the spring there, but that steer's a little bit bigger, so that's the reason that. He'll work great for MLE, but maybe not uh, some of those are, you know, later county fairs uh-huh. there. So Right, right. But, yeah, like I said, just a lot of darn good good steers. Here's a couple you probably might not want to miss. Uh, 114, uh, that's our my higher power bull, so he's in Gowie Trust Sun. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a really, really nice steer. Um, I like that steer a bunch, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. And and then we go back to some that I said that got some attitude. You know, 113 is extremely good. Uh-huh. Um, he's been one of my favorite steers, but he does have an attitude. Okay. Um, the Huda Man is coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. But he's chromed up. There's absolutely nothing wrong with him. But I'm um, saying that when I'm washing calves in here and we're working calves, I mean, I get a lot of help, so I get a lot of different help. Right. And so I think if you get that steer in a home that he meets, you know, the same person every day at the feed bunk or, you know, at the at the gate, I think uh, that steer would have no problem. Cause, right. But anyways, and then, you know, I am I love what Jack of Hearts is doing. And, you know, 
Um, that 115 steer, that goes back to another heifer we sold here years ago. Um, but yeah, Jagged Heart's back on a made-to-order, and that Izzy is actually up here red shorty, so he'll have Shulhan Plus papers. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, I'm super stoked on the steer deal, super uh, deep. Another good lot come from the Brandywine down there, that Jack of Hearts steer. He was really young when I seen him, but I was like, oh, man, that if if you sure would send him up, I'd definitely sell him. So, <laughs> And that's the 119 you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That's a good steer, too. Yeah. Yeah, and we've got, we've got a bull lot in here as well. Yep, and so this guy was kind of in the – he was bred to be a heifer. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a low enough birth weight, and that, that Towers family, uh, Aaron and his wife, uh, uh, they brought me in guy we trust steer a couple years ago, and some. And they brought a Here I Am steer last year. Well, anyways, he, we were debating about what to do with his bull. I'm like, well, bull-wise, I mean, pedigree-wise, he's good, and he's got a low birth weight. Is he greener? Yeah, so this birth, uh, the date of birth is off on him. He's actually a March. So he's a, he's the end of March, actually. So he was in there, but he's growing really good. And I just thought, well, he probably has a useful place in the showhorn breed because he's a purebred shorty. Mm-hmm. So, and I really didn't have a bull, I mean, that I was going to sell. And so we've sold some bulls the last few years, and they've done well, and people have been happy. And so I thought that was a perfect uh, place to put him in there right. so good deal good deal and as you're going through the catalog you got page of your bulls here so uh, make sure you stop and check that out as well yep yeah we'll have some semen on those guys and you know probably if you buy a cane over a sale weekend we'll probably break some deals there because it's just uh yeah if you want to bring your semen tanks we'll we'll have some of that on hand too so cool that'll be good and we got some bred cows here starting at the Lot 125. Yeah, but so the majority of these cows are all uh, have been on the halter. And so that's kind of a bonus deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only lot that isn't halter broke would be 128. Mm-hmm. But everybody else has been on a halter. Um, been, some of them has been shown. And a lot of, you know, there's only, what is there, six or so. And but most of them have had calves that are averaged over $3,000 and Oh, wow. Um, kind of same deal. Some people's got caught on to the cow addiction, so mm-hmm. they got to move some cows to keep some heifers or what, whatever. And, mm-hmm. and so that's the majority of the case on all these. So there's nothing really wrong with any of these cows. Um, just people trying to, you know, make some room to keep some other ones. And, and so that's, and we always want to try to sell the best we can in these deals. So, right. Cow-wise, I just got ran out of time. I didn't have enough time to go around and picture everything of these. So the majority of them are black ones. The one our goes back to Robin, B126. Uh, uh, yeah, so she's actually like a, a smoke-colored one. And then the uh, 129 is actually red. She looks just like a red Angus kind of. Mm-hmm. And then surprisingly, the the one our paparazzi that's an unfinished business on our paparazzi, but she came out all black. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 One, one of very few. I mean, we got a, we got a black Jack of hearts, our paparazzi once in a blue moon, you'll have, you'll get one like that. But mm-hmm. saying that that one's, she's, she's young and the deal. Um, but, uh, you know, the Matic farm there, they, Steven and his wife, they got a couple of young kids. So they're just trying to, you know, pay some bills and do that. So, right. And there's so, a picture of the paparazzi cow. If you haven't seen it. 
Yep, there she is. Wow, she's cool. Yep. Stout. Probably even more Jeez. impressive in, in person, too, because she gets so shaggy during the winter, I got to buzz her head in. Or oh, she, my gosh. She gets so much shag, she can't even walk around. <laughs> <laughs> and she don't know where she's going. Yeah. She's got that Scotch Highland head on yep. her, or hair on her head. <laughs> yep, no doubt. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Now, are you selling these donor cows? No, so it's actually flushes. We're okay. selling two flushes. Okay. Yep. Um, and so lot one thirty one, we've never really gotten a donor picture of that cow. Um, but she was shown, you know, in Denver and done well. We've had a couple steers out of her, the one oak that went out to Nebraska, she did some winning and then this lot three, I mean, and uh I had to beg and borrow and plead to talk to Laberty and I mean Jeremy and those guys have been part of this whole deal since I started this deal way back. Oh geez, you know, 19 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. he's one of the grunt horses. He was up here pounding post in for me over the weekend. And, um, you know, you know, real good friend. That's always there if you need something. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's good. Have those kind of people. But anyways, that's, we're selling that flush. That cow flushes extremely well. Um, and we'll do the flushing here at the, at the house here at my, at my house. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll do that for you. And, and if you, and I'm going to put this analysis on the block, but if you use any of my bulls, um, I'm going to supply the semen for it. Oh, no awesome. cost. No cost. So. That's great. So, but anyways, but so there'll be that, that flush will be a conventional flush. The nets, the nets cow is a caramel delight. So me and Richland uh, Farms, we used to own that cow together, um, you know, and we flushed her and made some good ones. And along the way, well, anyways, we thought it was time to, you know, move her down the road and let somebody else jump in because we both of us had plenty of other donors to do it I'm not saying she's she is a unique beast um going back to her dam and you know sacred sacred grounds mom um which is really unique i think that semen overnight uh, brings like over 400 bucks or close to 400 bucks a straw oh, wow. she's a troubadour she's clean she's easy to deal with but anyways and then this uh yeah this spring um she actually had a butterscotch uh champ uh heifer calf arbor so we know that works um, and God we trust works good on her and um, along that lines. But hey, same thing with her. Um, if anybody wants to use any of my bulls on, on that flush, uh, those boys that bought her and everything else, I'll supply the semen on her and, uh, you know, go from there. But, yeah, those those boys are doing a good job out there in Idaho or in Iowa. And, you know, they, they bought a good one there, no doubt. It's got a lot of life left on that one. Cool. Good. What a great, another great service. Yep, yep. Right. And uh, to round this thing out a little bit, we've got uh, a couple embryo packages. Yep, yep. Yeah, and some really, really unique ones, I think. I mean, so Destiny is, there's a Here I Am daughter, Arver, in the sale. So anyways, I sold this, sold her as a heifer calf to the Buchla family, and they did a bunch of winning with her and had a lot of other nice ones, Arver. So when we flushed her, when I got when I flushed her here at the farm, they wanted to flush her and then get her bred back, so that way she was on target. So anyways, we just used a mixed flush. We I bred her with maternal maid and good as it gets. So um, those calves will have to be tested um, to see what they are. But saying that, um, Brandy Wine bought some embryos out of that deal a couple years ago and uh, uh, got a bull calf, and actually that bull calf, high selling bull calf. In their sale this spring and he was a meat wagon 
I believe he ended up going to New Mexico, so I'm going to do some good down there. And then, of course, you know, the Stead Harder, probably the, you know, the one that's, you know, I sell a lot of eggs out of and has, you know, a lot of following is uh, my paparazzi donor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of opening up the gates. These will be all IVF eggs because we took her over and um, Dr. James is doing the IVF. So these will be Bovatech eggs and I've had real, really good luck with them sticking mm-hmm. and being sticky. And so, I mean, uh, so we're going to open that up. Uh, some new new mating there would be AML Chiller, um, which would be an older shorty deal. Um, I got the I bought a cow way back, and I wish, sure wish I would have had her from Stu Manchester and Full Sib to Sonny, and I got to be good friends with him. And as I started, I kind of do my bull thing like how he did with his with the shorthorn bulls he did, you know, stand behind them, prove that they work. And uh, so anyways, that shorthorn bull, I have some heifers in the replacement pen out of him, and I just think that those will be absolutely cool and mm-hmm. kind of different, you know, a different twist on paparazzi um obviously jagger hearts will be sibs the lot two uh heifer uh mindbender would be full sibs the lot 28 heifer and uh to the boss and actually um i got another family i've been going or putting embryos in the fleetwood family over there i think is riverbend farms uh they actually have an incredible beast over there now he's th and pha dirty but he is an absolute blue roam beast our, mm-hmm. in our mind bender um so that'd be full sibs of that and then the redneck choice would be a full sib to the west virginia steer that Jeez. was a reserve champion a colored steer down at the west virginia roundup wow um, so that, that's kind of a unique deal on those two eggs and let's see here and then the other one the only daughter out of uh, fat tina I named her She's on Fire, and she is on fire. She was champion market heifer for Page Hill over at Monroe and uh, had a really good show career, and she's flushing really good. But I think these will be very unique. Uh, they'll be mind benders back on her, mm-hmm. and heifers or steers, I think you're going to be really, really, really impressed. I know I got pregnancies coming out of this mating um, in the spring, so I'm super, super stoked on uh, seeing what she can do. Hopefully she follows in her mom's footsteps. Right. So that kind of concludes all the embryos, but uh, probably I wanted to go out with a bang with the biggest, I don't want to say the best offering, but the most unique and probably the hardest to get our peeled out of my hands. <laughs> Hanging the, on to them uh, Tina's, aren't you? Yeah. So a fat Tina, here I am pregnancy. So we put a bunch of those in from marches. I don't, I don't even know what day it was, but anyways, um, so we have a bunch of them to choose from. Have I chose which don't or which recip cow you're going to get? I don't, I really haven't up to, up until right now yet. It's kind of hard to peel cause, but cause I obviously I put these things in some of my best cows. Right. Um, and, uh, I mean, Tracy sold that one to Bonhams last year, that steer that was really, really tough. And that Auten family from Monroe showed uh, another here I am that did really well. And I believe that Tracy has, you know, out there this, I sent a, here I am, um, our Fatina to Tracy Cordereza. And I think that he's, he's got the best one over, that she's had so far, no mm-hmm. doubt. So, I mean, that one is extremely good. Good. Good deal. So, so anyways, I'm going to let one loose. And the only reason I'm letting one loose is because we got a whole pile of them coming next year. So. 
cool. So, anyways, that kind of concludes everything. <laughs> sure, the wealth a little bit, yeah. You know, and don't forget to turn over to the very back of that catalog. Uh, something yeah. that that I saw that I really really appreciate uh, the back of this catalog. Work hard, be kind, stay focused, dream big, think positive, don't complain, stay humble, be happy, and always hustle. Yep. I like it. Yep. Good words are good words to live your life by, right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, most uh, most people ought to just tear the back of that catalog off and put it up in their youngster's room if if that uh, is something that they have or put it in the barn if you go through a door every day why well, put it right there that's that is i just think it's awesome yeah i appreciate that i mean i wanted something unique and uh you know give some drive you know to to, to the the kids man because that's i mean i don't have any kids so i mean when i always see get up on the block and i say this every year so for however many times i've had this live auction here is once you buy a calf here, your kids become my kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. I do get a lot of calls sometimes throughout the year that that I I get to I get to tie sometimes be be a parent for a little bit, you know. So, right. um, but yeah, these words right here. If you live your life like that, you'll be perfectly fine, and you'll be in the right direction. Right, man. I think that's cool. I may print that off. And I'm going to put it up in my classroom. I think. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I think that's cool. Well, again, Josh, man, 130 live lots here on Sunday, October 2nd. They're at the farm. Castle Show Cattle and Friends Sale at Hudson, Michigan. And got to go down the dirt road to get there, but it's going to be worth the drive. Yep, no doubt. Absolutely. Josh, anything else we need to uh, talk about before we wrap this thing up? Uh, I can't really think of anything, but I guess if anybody has any questions, feel free to give me a buzz, uh, text me, call me, whatever, and uh, I'll try to get back with you as, as fast as I can. So Sure. Castle Castle Show Cattle on Facebook, Joshua Castle, Joshua yep. Castle on yep. Facebook as well, and uh, find those and or uh, on Snapchat as well. So, yep. man, Josh, I appreciate you spending the time with us and, and getting this thing put together and want to wish you a lot of luck there on Sunday with the sale, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, doing this with me and I, hopefully this reaches out and this kind of gives everybody a little bit of rundown of what, what we're trying to do up here in Michigan. Right. Absolutely. Going to be cold up there on Sunday? Uh, I don't really know. Honestly, I'll, hopefully if it doesn't rain, I'll be fine because <laughs> let me tell you, I've had some monsoon sales over the years and I'd rather not, I'd rather it not rain, but I, I I think it's probably pushing 70. I don't think it's going to okay. be too cold, you know. But, yeah, I'd bring a coat, though, you know, because right. the wind whips up here. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bit of open area here, so. Okay. Sounds great. Josh, appreciate it very much. Yep, thank you very much. All right. We want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast.